I, what I want to do is I want to break my arm patting you and I on the back. Welcome to Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. In this weekly podcast, Kirby and Bill talk about the world of marketing, branding, and promotional products. Unscripted is available only at promocorner.com, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Now, here's Kirby and Bill. And welcome to episode number 179 of Unscripted. I am your co-host, Bill Petrie. With me, as always, the other co-host of this fine, fine broadcast, the Brigadier General of Black Friday, <laughs> All right. the one and only Kirby Hossman. Kirby, how the hell are you? You know what? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Uh, Thanksgiving, obviously, uh, happening, like mm-hmm. the Thanksgiving week, I guess, as it were, and uh, that's my favorite holiday. And I do know so, that. Yeah, and so this is, uh, I'm doing really well, and so you know how it is. You get ready for that holiday season, just try and uh, wrap up a few things so that you can relax. So that's what I'm, I'm focusing on now. How about you, buddy? Uh, same here. I am just getting some things done and trying to uh, uh, get ready for the, the little wind down time. Uh, but you, you know how it is. And, yeah, um, I do. Looking forward to, to just relaxing a little bit. But you know what else I look forward to, Kirby? What's that, Bill? That'd be our good friends over at Vault Promotions. You know, while they prevent, per, they, they do print a lot of other products and, and merchandise. They're really the badge nerds. Yeah. <laughs> they focus on badges and nameplates in particular, and especially on the fulfillment and distribution of those tags. Yeah. So, you know, they do know that badges are a real pain in the ass for people that ordinarily stay away from selling or even preventing or presenting yeah. badges. But they have that method that alleviates the headache and makes it super profitable. It's that custom branded and user-friendly website. It's their badge release program. Yep. Uh, it's hands-off, easy residual orders that you don't even have to hassle over. So I know you're familiar with the badge release program and I'm a big fan. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of it. And it's, it, you're exactly right. It's made it very easy. And the other thing you've talked about on here before, and I just wanted to kind of mention it, is Josh and the team at Vault are great about doing specs when it's a real opportunity. And this happened for me where they did some specs for me. And it almost took six months to a year. But the, they were so excited about the, the specs we did, the marketing person started wearing the name badge we gave them. Oh, really? And, yeah. And so every time the conversation about name badges came up, we came up. And so it we ended up writing two uh, badge release uh, programs out of that one spec sample. And so when the when they do such a good job of, of giving you um, great options, it just makes the sale really easy. Yeah, it sure does, Kirby. And uh, so if you want to learn a little bit more, why don't you head over to badgesmakemecrazy.com. They offer free self-promo badges like what Kirby was talking about, free spec samples, free demos of their badge uh, vault release program. You won't be sorry you did. Now, Kirby, are you ready to pre? Uh, are you ready to broadcast? Let's say at a stuffing level today. <laughs> right, I'm going mashed potatoes and noodles, but we'll nice. be on the same table. All right. Do you want to start off, or you want me to go ahead and go? Um, I'll go ahead. Uh, so you know, um, we, we're doing this just because it is Thanksgiving week. We're on a different time, different mm-hmm. day, and we're mm-hmm. a little discombobulated. A little bit. Yeah, but I, it was funny because uh, the reason we're doing it at a different time is because I was I had the opportunity to speak at a local junior high and um, talking about marketing. And it was funny because, you know, in preparing for it, I found myself to be very anxious. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've done this a little bit in the past, but you and I both do a fair amount of speaking yep. around the country, really. And that's this is not a humble brag or anything like that. It's just I'm comfortable speaking in front of people. 
And I found myself really anxious about this group. And, uh, you know, I, and, and so I was curious, you know, there's, it's a tough crowd. Junior mm-hmm. high is a tough age. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not a lot of direction in these. It's just like, hey, talk about marketing for 30 minutes. Right. Oh, well, that's easy. Um, and so I was curious to know if there was any, like, group that you spoke to where you walked into it and you're like, oh, it'll be fine. But, man, I'm a nervous wrecker. Every single one. Um, I'll be honest. You know, I I think we've talked about this or I know I've written about it in the past is, you know, I every I've spoken, you know, and again, not a humble brag, just fact. I've spoken at I can't count how many industry events and out of industry events. And, you know, some crowds do intimidate me more than others. But every time I get on stage to speak, I I still always have that feeling that I'm going to stumble. Mm-hmm. that I'm not going to be able to pull the audience with me. And we've all had, if anybody who's done any sort of public speaking, you know within the first three, four minutes, if this is a crowd that's going to be with you and make yeah. it make it almost easy for you because you, I don't know about you, but I certainly feed off the energy of the crowd. Totally. So either either they're going to lift you up or they're going to be like a you know fourteen ton stone that you're going to have to drag for the next forty five minutes, or in your case maybe twenty five minutes today. So I, I I always worry about kind of the first few minutes. Once I get rolling, I'm fine. Yeah. Um. You know I think where if to really answer your question, Kirby, I think the ones that that make me the most nervous. I mean I'm always nervous before I talk, but the ones that make me the most nervous are the ones that are outside the industry. Hmm, okay. Because I feel like. Um, I've been, I, I'm granted credibility because I'm speaking about promotional products and no one else knows about it. But then, but then, man, I better know what the hell I'm talking about too, um, because I am now the the expert in the room, or at right. least you know supposed to be the expert in the room. And I always compare it to you know, and anybody who who uh, plays guitar or you know goes and sees local music, you know, if a guy in a band is playing a Van Halen striped guitar. I assume you know how to play. I assume you know how to play really well. So you're not going to get a lot of grace from me. But if you show up in just a regular standard issue Sunburst Stratocaster, you're going to get a lot more grace regardless of your skill level. And so I I think those are the ones that make me a little bit more nervous, Um, a little bit more anxious, I guess, is the word. Not nervous, just kind of anxious. Here's me, Kirby. That three or four minutes before I start talking, I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want anybody (laughs) around me. I don't want to make eye contact to anybody. I just kind of want to get going. And so, you know, the first two or three minutes of any talk are, are for me, the most pivotal ones because I'll know exactly what I have to do to get through that talk. And sometimes, like I said, it's easier than others because sometimes the crowd just lifts you. Like when I spoke at the uh, MIPA, the Michigan Promotional Products Association, their end user show. And there's about 350, 400 people in the room. And again, I'm speaking to end users. But man, such a great crowd. For whatever reason, the way I was delivering and the humor I used just really resonated with them. And that 60 minutes flew by and it, I, I was the, it was like 45 seconds. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it was one of those ones where you walk out and go, man, that was good. I knew that was good. But those are the ones that make me the most nervous. You know, it's funny you say that because um, 
I spoke to three different groups of eighth graders, right? Mm-hmm. And so the first group, stone face, cold, barely awake. Middle well, they're group, still hung. They're still hung over from the night before. They're in eighth grade, but I'm so I'm hoping not. So like, like I said, they're still hung over <laughs> from the night before. Um, but the middle group, man, they, it was like you couldn't stop them from talking, and it was fun. Like it, the, the even the teacher in the room was like, "Well, that was totally different," because so you're right on the point that having, you know, an engaged audience makes a difference. I I was thinking about, and this is just off the cuff, you and I have spoken together at a couple of events. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the things that you and I tend to do is we go, we're a little bit more off the rails when we're together. Am I, am I right on that? Like you do a good job of preparing us. So I I don't mean that in. in No, no, I'd say it's fair. Um, because I think both of us like the idea that we're operating without a net. It's usually yep. a presentation we haven't done to like before. Right. Um, and, um, so I kind of enjoy that a little bit, but I remember, uh, the time we did uh, the content piece mm-hmm. at skew camp. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a, that was one that I walked into fairly nervous, um, just because of the, the I respected the crowd and I wanted yeah. to make sure that we didn't fall on our face. Well, and I think. You know that that is a tough crowd. the The yeah. SkewCon crowd, the Skew Camp crowd, is, is a tougher crowd because, you know, they are the the recognized, for lack of a better term, the innovators, the, right. the dreamers, the explorers, the cool kids in the in the industry, and and you don't want to, uh, for lack of a better term, uh, shit the bed. I do. You're gonna say that's you know? exactly right. <laughs> that's but that's what you always worry about is shit yeah. in the bed, and so yeah, I totally get it. Cool. Okay. Awesome. Good topic, Kirby. I liked it. All right, Kirby, let's talk about this. There was a great article in uh, Advantages Magazine, which is a fantastic ASI publication, about the changing needs of distributor sales reps. And I wanted to chat with you because it's really about more distributor reps working from home. So I want to kind of give a little bit of statistics here, kind of frame it up, and then have some some questions, okay? Love it. So there are more distributor reps than ever working from home. For example, Boundless, they have 105 reps who work remotely. Okay. Geiger, for example, had 26 offices in the mid-90s. Now it's less than 10. Wow. And so ASI used, and they do such great research over at ASI. They really, yes. really do. So some, some here's they did a survey, some company policies working from home. 56% of the distributors they surveyed allow working from home some of the time. Okay. Okay. 31% discourage working from home, period. Okay. And then 13 encourage working from home full time. So basically you have about uh, 69% encouraging either working from home some of the time or all the time. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then when they talked about distributor sales reps, what the most important job attributes were for them. Okay. Uh, 26% enjoyable workplace culture, 25% uh, high compensation. 23% work-life balanced, 11% job security, 10% interesting work, 5% strong benefits. So what, what I guess the, the, this is showing is that there's an increasing trend of reps, sales reps, distributor sales reps working from home. Okay. Do you think this will want two questions? Number one, do you think that trend will continue? Okay. And then number two, what about non-sales people? This okay. really focused on sales people. What about non-sales people? Okay. So I'm so glad you brought that, the very last thing up because I was making a note. Um, we talk all the time. I was trying to listen intently, but I was like, are we talking sales only or are we talking office and sales? So you're saying it's only sales, right? Well, d- will the trend continue right now? The, the survey they did was only sales people. Okay. That's but what, what about that's... non-office people? Okay. So... 
that was sort of the part that I was trying to get my head around. So number one, in answer to your first question, yes, I think the trend will absolutely continue. Um, and I'll just speak from my own. Mm-hmm. We have five or six sales reps, all but me. I'm mm-hmm. if I throw myself in there, everybody else works from home, um, almost a hundred percent. Now we right. have. Uh, desks and whatever where they can come in and work and Wi-Fi and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But generally speaking, they are working almost 100% from home. Um, Do I see that trend continuing? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I I just don't think there's a reason not to. With, you know, used to be, and really not that long ago, the technology wasn't as, you know, everywhere, uh, ubiquitous, uh, for lack of a better term. So that technology is everywhere. You can work from everywhere and that is the reason to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you mentioned that work-life balance was one of the things that salespeople were saying they value. Well, you know, that's certainly plays into that. Um, the place where I see it happening uh, some more, but not completely more, is the office staff. Um, I will tell you that our office staff work in the office. I mm-hmm. like that. Um, yep. I, and this is just, again, I think every organization is going to be different. Sure. I love the idea that as soon as we're done with this, that I can go downstairs and chat with our graphic designer, Josh, and see where we're at on projects, literally face to face. I like that. Um, but there are a lot of people, I mean, who swear by, hey, we're on Slack and we're on this and we, we get more done that way. Um, and so, yeah, I actually see... Um, more of folks doing it, mm-hmm. um, but especially with sales. Yeah. To me, the sales is where well, most and, of it. And like you said, you have to have strong technology. I think you also have to have two other things, Kirby, for, for this to really work. One is a strong corporate culture Yeah, um, where you're still having constant communication because the communication still has to flow. You can't just have people running around the state of Ohio representing Hossman Marketing without you having a clear idea of what they're saying, how they're saying it, how they're presenting things, yeah. and what's going on. So you can provide some leadership. You can provide direction and provide assistance as well because that's your job, right, to set them up for success. Right. The other thing you have to have, and I don't think companies really look at this enough, is trust. Hmm. You have to have a ton of trust. Now – you know, my my corporate culture that I try to create here at Promo Corner is very much of a, I don't really care when you work, like what your hours are, as long as you get your stuff done, sure. or if a salesperson, as long as you hit your numbers, I don't care. Why would I care? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, no one wants to be chained to a desk or chained to an office. I think to me, it's more of, I trust the people that we employ to do the job that they're supposed to do. I guess it's the Bill Belichick which Joel Moore will love that reference, but it's the Bill <laughs> Belichick perspective. It's do your job, do your job. And so you have to have that that strong trust. I agree with you. I prefer office people, for lack of a better term, to be in the office. Yeah. You know, whether it's, uh, you know, support, marketing, uh, things like that, I want them to be in the office. If it's an outbound salesperson where it's mostly phone work, that I also prefer actually to be in the office. Yeah. Well, and by the way, your communication piece is exactly right. Um, it's funny. We have done a weekly sales meeting every Monday morning that's literally only 15 minutes long. It's just a, hey, let's, right. what are you working on? What can I help you with? That sort of thing. Um, it's funny. I think my sales team likes it, and they like it even better when I'm not on it. Of course. <laughs> um, but we actually implemented probably a year ago 
doing a monthly all-in meeting where everybody mm -hmm. comes mm -hmm. to the office because there's still value in that even with that, that, that team. Um, so, but again, it's over-communication. Well, well, look, we have people scattered all over the United States, right. and we will spend money annually to make sure that we all get together at least once, and that's everybody. We still, you know, most of the salespeople and all that meet in Vegas, but not everybody gets to go to Vegas. So right. um, we, we still do that because there's something, there's things that are very important about that. You know what else is important, Kirby? What's that, Bill? Oh, that would be our good pals over at Tervis. I'm sure you're aware of their classic line. We talk about it often, but, you know, they added that stainless line to their well-established uh, classic line a couple of years ago with one goal. They wanted to be better, by, uh, better than the competition by utilizing state-of-the-art custom 360-degree UV printing. And I don't know if you've seen it. That color pops. It's beautiful. It lasts seemingly forever. It's magical. Yeah, it's beautiful. That's the word I was going to use. Exactly. It really is. And it's available in four sizes, 12-ounce, 20-ounce, 30-ounce, and that ever-so-popular 24-ounce water bottle. They come with a five-year warranty. They're copper-lined, vacuum-insulated. They're going to keep your beverage eight hours hot, 24 hours cold. You can't go wrong. So head over to TervisPromos.com for a little bit more information about that. You're not going to be sorry that you did. Now, Kirby, why don't you give us another article? Okay. Article, uh, topic, yeah, I'll, I'll talk about another article or a topic. Yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah, so I, what I want to do is I want to break my arm patting you and I on the back. Okay. Um, so it, it's a little different this year, but uh, the announcement came out that we uh, were the recipient of uh, an award for Unscripted this year. Actually, yep. Promo Corner uh, had several awards. They Let's see, there was uh, How It's Made, mm -hmm. the, the Promo Effect, and Unscripted, and we got a gold award. And so... The really quick topic is, how do we celebrate? I mean, I I, I did, I Googled gold mm -hmm. and uh, it gold, like anniversaries and gold awards. Mm -hmm. And the irony behind it is it every image came up and it was like personalized mugs. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, we celebrate with, maybe we celebrate with uh, some badges from Vault and a stainless steel tumbler from Tervis. Yeah, yeah. So, so first of all. Yeah, that I'll, was a hint, Tervis. We'd like some stainless steel. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm just right. kidding. All joking aside, congrats. Uh, congrats to you as well. Yeah, yeah, you, I joke all the time, but it's it's true. You drive the bus on this thing. Um, and so congrats. Uh, but uh, just that's about it. That's really yeah, the no, entirety I, of the topic. No, it was, it's, you know, it, it, the Pyramid Awards, um, and I still probably have a little bit of a chip on my shoulder from when I was Brand of 8 Bill. And I submitted for the Brand of 8 blog, which I was doing uh, twice a week, Mondays and Thursdays, uh, every week. And I didn't win a pyramid award. And right. I remember calling you when I wasn't selected and, and I was, I was salty. a little salty about it. I was a little <laughs> cheesed off about it. And, and I still am actually, I still think it was wrong. Yeah. I don't understand why I didn't win. Um, but that's okay. Cause it's honestly provided the fuel that failure, yep. which it was, um, absolute has provided the fuel for me to really focus on providing what I can honestly say. I always say, does something I say or do pass the red face test? Right. I can honestly say I can stand up in front of anybody and say that Promo Corner provides the highest quality, most consistent uh, content in the industry. Yeah. And I have no qualms about saying that. And it's not a, a braggadocious comment uh, or mm -hmm. anything like that. I really feel that. And so the fact that we won three Pyramid Awards, two for video, one for a podcast, um, you know, a silver for uh, the promo effect with our friend Dana Zezzo hosting that. Uh, a gold for how promo is made with Brandon Petrich, who does such a great job uh, filming, editing, and narrating that. And then obviously the unscripted, which 
I still don't understand how we've won two golds in a row, but whatever. <laughs> um, you know, it, it, it val- here I always look at it as a validation. Um, so to me, it, it, the way I celebrate is I work t- I'm ready to double down to work harder. Um, yeah, I like that. And that's that. my perspective on that. Yeah, I like that. And I so I guess my question, and maybe this is really where the topic lies, is that um, so there's not going to be an award ceremony this year. No. How are they going to – because one of the things I did – I was kind of over the award ceremony, so I don't think that's a bad decision at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but it did give me the opportunity to see other people who were up for awards and who right. were winning awards. How Do you know how they're planning on, like, recognizing those folks other than just the self-promotion mm-hmm. piece? You know, there's really not here, – here's the deal. So I'm not on the awards committee. I have sure. some friends who are. So basically what, what they've decided to do because the, you know – the award ceremony was a little laborious, and it was a little um, – people would get their award and then kind of bail out. Yep. Um, and so that kind of stunk. But I will miss getting on stage and having yes. the picture taken. I will miss that. But what they're doing is trying to recognize Pyramid Award winners all year long. So if you remember, Kirby, when we were at the Leadership Development Workshop, one of the many times I had to be on stage for that event, um, I announced uh, the Pyramid Award winners for the regional associations. We gave okay. them a round of applause. And that's how it's going to happen. So that's why we know exactly what we've won. There's no mystery to it. Right. If you remember the past years, we'd go into Expo wondering, well, we know we won. Is it a silver or gold? And there's those pins and needles, and you're waiting on that. That's not happening. And so I think all throughout Expo at every uh, event, they're going to announce some of the the winners um, for the Pyramid Awards. Okay. I just don't exactly know how, uh, you know, who's where, what, how, when. And I cool. do think, you know, again, there's something a little bit missed with the um, with the uh, lack of an award ceremony. But I mm. think that's okay. I think yeah. that's okay. I wonder if that isn't a, and this is just me riffing, but I wonder if that that's a place where um, using technology would mm-hmm. be a way to, to make those announcements. Whether you could do it as a Facebook Live, yeah, um, you know, you know, kind of in advance of it, yeah. Um, but anyway, I, I'm really proud of it, and so thanks I, to BDA I, I am I'm proud of it. I'm proud of my association with you. Really proud of, of Brandon and the, the work he does. You know, he edits the promo effect. So in effect, yes. you know, Brandon's almost responsible for for I'll call it one and a half yeah. uh, gold or one and a half pyramid awards, and then obviously Dana Zezo hosting that, filming that. So really, really excited. And then um, you know we'll see what happens next year. But again, like I said, the way I celebrate, uh, great. Let's do it. Let's double down. Let's go. Um, so I'm excited about that. All right, Kirby, one quick one. And I've got a million topics here. Yeah. Let's talk about this this week. Um, you know, it is uh, Thanksgiving week. Yes. I, I have a I have a tradition okay. um, that, and I want to ask you. So basically, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to tell you my tradition, but then ask you with that in mind, how do you express gratitude to your associates? So it's a tradition I've started um, uh, back when I was uh, running Guy Brown, uh, the promotional product uh, arm of Guy Brown, and I continued it here at uh, Promo Corner is I will take time and the day before Thanksgiving, um, I will write a personal email to every associate in the organization about why I'm specifically thankful for them. And I'll list maybe three to five things that really come to mind when I think of them, their contributions to the organization, how they've helped me personally. And I send that out because I think it's important as the leader of the organization to really kind of bring it a little more personal and say, you know what, it's it's more than just thank you. It's here's why I'm so mm-hmm. thankful for you being part of this organization. And 
it's so much fun to get the notes back. Um, you know, people saying thank you so much, or this made me smile, or you made my day, or you know, Lori's Lori's was was wonderful. She was. I just love that you have this tradition. Yeah. Um, how do you, in this season of gratitude, give thanks to your team? Yeah, it's um, to be honest with you, what you've just done is given me a to do. Um, okay. which is, which is great. Um, cause it's funny cause one of my topics was what am I thankful for? Um, and so this, this works out really well. I, you know, I think that historically speaking, I'm, what I'm good at is doing little things throughout the year mm-hmm. and just putting a hand on a shoulder, sending a text message out of the blue, um, you know, sending a card out of the blue, stuff like that. What I'm not good at sometimes is, is these momentous things, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, it's actually one of my weaknesses, I think, as a leader is I'm not great like at celebrating work anniversaries. I mean, mm-hmm. it's what we do and I'm not that good at it. And so I struggle with that. Um, but to be candid with you, what you just said is something that falls in line with with, with it makes sense to me. Um, so to be candid, I think that probably by the end of the day, I'll be doing something much like it. Because mm-hmm. um, like I said, I do it on a regular basis, kind of out of the blue, but this is a great time to, to say thank you. So that that's a really good tradition. I, I like it. People seem to like it, but maybe they're humoring me. You never know. Um, <laughs> well, a lot of us do that. Though. Well, absolutely. All right, Kirby, you know, we're at right now. We are at the time where one of us, in this case, you this week, Woo-hoo. will share our promo person of the week dedicated to highlight that one person in the promo industry, age, gender, affiliation. None of that matters. Who is grabbing our attention and making us take notice? So, Kirby, on this week of Thanksgiving, right. on this blackest of Fridays, yes. who is your promo person of the week? Promo person of the week for me this week is none other than the Pied Piper himself, Jason Lukash. Okay. Uh, Jason, like, so for a couple reasons. Number one, I think Jason has taken the entrepreneurial journey that many of us all admire, right? He started something from scratch. He's disrupted, for lack of a better term, in, in industry. He sold uh, a company, which I think a lot of entrepreneurs just admire, um, that they, he's built something worth buying in the first place. And then, Honestly, the thing that's getting my attention right now is just his new role, you know, taking, you know, going from an entrepreneur to the idea of working inside of a big organization where he's rebranding Hub. They've mm-hmm. got a new logo launch, a new website launch. I mean, these are ginormous projects that he is, you know, uh, rebranding the idea of a writing instrument and a whole company that goes around it. And so I'm fascinated by sort of the way his mind works in the in the first place but i'm also fascinated and admire sort of what he's committed to doing and so jason lukash is my yeah, absolutely you no know, jason's a great guy I've known jason uh, for probably about four or five years i've done a lot of work with jason back in my old brand of eight days and they hired me to help them out with with quite a few things and mm-hmm. such such a great guy to work with and him and his partner mike uh, yeah. simzak um but Jason is a true, you know, you talk about, and, and it's funny, my blog on Monday will be about disruption. You talk about <laughs> someone who, a single a person who's really disrupted an industry. Yeah. Um, is, and, and by disruption, what I mean is getting, and this is how I'll define disruption, you get the majority of the people, I'd say over 50%, starting to look at things differently. Yeah. That is disruption. To me, that is that is the definition of disruption. And so he has... I think he and Origadio, along with Mike, have created 
when when they brought Oregadio to the promo industry, they really brought packaging into the mix. Right. And in all the packaging you see now that is available, and I don't care what company it's from, but it's not the simple um, uh, poly bags, and it's not the simple white boxes from China that were super flimsy. All that is absolutely a direct result of Jason Newcash yeah. and and Oregadio. And so absolutely great choice for promo person of the week. I love it, Kirby. Sweet. Awesome. All right, so this is the best thing ever. As this podcast drops, it will be Black Friday. Mm-hmm. I want to know, Kirby, what your best Black Friday tradition is. Um, <laughs> my best – see, I always hate these because I, I know I'm going to disappoint you. Uh, so my best Black Friday tradition is we give that day off. So the office is closed. Right. So historically speaking, I come in, I work, I leave the lights off so no one knows I'm here. Mm-hmm. And I, I try to get done a few of the things. Like for me, that actually provides me peace. Like I think a lot of people are like, oh, yeah. my God, you're working on a day. But – you know, when my to-do list gets so long, like I get anxious. And so if I can knock a few things off, that's what I'll do. Actually, this year, uh, Amy has invited me to our other big project. And so I'll be lifting heavy things mm-hmm. uh, with my with my body, not my brain. And so, but my it's really a tradition of nobody else is at work. I'm going to be at work and I'm happy about it. Well, and, and so that is your tradition. So my tradition on Black Friday is that is the day that the Petrie family Christmas lights go up. Um, the, so I'll, the outside lights. And, yeah. and generally sometime this weekend we'll get all the Christmas stuff out of the attic and put all that stuff up. Maybe probably Saturday is usually the day we do that. But Friday, the lights go up. And so I, I, I always white – Sandy actually goes and does all the dumb Black Friday shopping, which you couldn't <laughs> – you couldn't pay me enough money to go deal with that silliness. Um, but I, I just always look for good weather. Is it, I don't care if it's cold. I just don't want to do it in the rain. Yeah. But I don't care. It raining, it going up. It yep. is going up. And so Friday, as people are listening to the dulcet tones of our voice, is voices, uh, <laughs> I, will be, I will be hanging Christmas lights and hopefully not falling off a ladder because that would be – so bad, Kirby. So bad. But you know what isn't bad, Kirby? What's that, Bill? That'd be our good friends at Vault. And we talked about their badge release program. You want to learn a little bit more about that? Head over to badgesmakemecrazy.com. They have free self promo badges, free spec samples, free demos of the Badge Vault program. Y- you can't go wrong if you're looking to sell badges, looking for that residual income. Kirby, I hope you and yours have a, had a wonderful Thanksgiving, and we'll talk to you next week. Thankful, thankful for you, brother. Thank you for listening to Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. Unscripted is available every Friday at promocorner.com, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry.